Today we're going to talk about for the Tamil Shir whether a Kohen who is not Shomer Shabbos is allowed to Duchen. Can you have a Kohen who is not Shomer Shabbos Duchen? This comes up all the time because people, you would think, well, who, a Kohen is not Shomer Shabbos, what's he doing in Shul? Why does he care so much? He does care because he comes to his family for who, who are from for Shabbos and Yantif. And uh, now this time of year, there's a lot of Duchening going on. And it's a very emotional thing for Kohanim to be able to Duchen. So if a Kohen is not Shomer Shabbos, is there any problem with having him Duchen? So Mehechi tasted that there would be a problem. Why would there ever be, why would we think that there should be a problem? The Gemara says in that Kohanim that were Meshamesh Bebeischonyo, Kohanim who you served in this sort of alternate place of worship, you know, to the Beis Amigdash. They had this place called Beis Chonyo, who was like a competing Beis Amigdash type of place, which we did not approve of. It was not a good thing. Kohanim who served there are not allowed to be Meshamish B'Migdash should be Yerushalayim. They're not allowed to serve in the Beis Amigdash in Yerushalayim. And certainly Kohanim who served the Davracher, who were priests for Navadazara, are certainly not allowed to work in the Beis Amigdash in Yerushalayim. Now, Tosis on the spot says that uh, from here is a Raya that a Kohen, Shanishtamid Lo Yises Kapov, that a Kohen who became Gishma who uh, converted to Christianity or converted out of Judaism to any other religion is not allowed to be no sekapayim. He's not allowed to duchen. From, from where do we see it? Because the Gemara says that a Kohen who does Avodazara, who, who, who serves as a Kohen for Avodazara, is not allowed to do Avodah in the base of Migdash. So the parallel to that would be a Kohen who converts out of the religion is not allowed to be no sekapayim. That's what Tosa says on the spot. Now the Rambam writes that even if he's shoved b'tshuva, even after he does tshuva, he's still not allowed to be no sekapov. He's still not allowed to do chen. Even if he did tshuva from the Avodazara. Rashi and uh, Tosvos say not that way. Rashi and Tosvos assume, Beis Yosef quotes all this in Simon Kuf Chav Ches in Archaim, the Simon of Epirch's Kohanim, that, uh, that that's not true. And the uh, Raya that Tosvos brings is the fact that the Mishnah says, Hare elu kebalei mumin, that these Kohanim are like balei mumin. Well, one of the things about someone who has a mum is that as soon as he's cured from his mum, he's not a bal mum anymore. And he's Okay, so if someone is uh, who has who has been gishmad, someone who's converted out of out of uh, the religion, is cured of that by doing tshuva, so then he should be okay. That's machlokas Rambam and Rashi. Shulcharach paskis in some kuf chavchesif lamed zayin mumar la avodas elilim loyises kapov. Someone who does avodazara cannot tuchen v'yeshomrim shemasa tshuva nosi kapov v'cheiniker. But some say that if you did tshuva, that's good enough. That is Rashi and Tosvos v'cheiniker, and that's how we. Paskin, not like the Rambam, that if he does tshuva, he still can't duchen. We paskin that if he does tshuva, it's good enough, and then he can uh, duchen. But all of this is about someone who's over Avodazara. What in the world does this have to do with someone who's not Shomer Shabbos? Shulchanar Harav and Simukuf Chav Ches Si'if Nun Beis writes that a person can do all sorts, not allowed to, but a person who has done all sorts of Averos is still allowed to duchen with very few exceptions. There are very few exceptions of Averos that a person who does is not allowed to duchen. And he says, you could have done Gilea Rias. You could have, uh, they could have, they, 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 there could be horrible rumors going on around the person. And the rumors could be true. And still no say Kapov. Chutz mechilul Shabbos b'farhesya shu kenachri l'chal Unless a person is mechal Shabbos publicly, then he's like a guy, and he's not allowed to do him. That's the same, he says, as someone who's Meimir Das, or as someone who has, uh, who has murdered. Those are the only three things. Someone who's Meimir Das means he converted out of the religion, someone who, was, who, who murdered somebody, who killed somebody, and someone who's Mechal Shabbos Pefarhesia, where he has a din of a guy. So Mechal Shabbos Pefarhesia, says Shulchan Rav, is not allowed to do him. Says the Mishabura, Sivkat and Kuflam Adalid, and Simkuf Chavches, 
the the Mishabur writes that the Chenim who mumar lechal Shabbos b'Farasia harei who Kovid gilulim v'lo yisakapov. Some of the mechal Shabbos b'Farasia is like an Ovid of Adzara, and he's not allowed to be no sekapov. So it sounds pretty severe that, uh, that 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 we should not allow a Kohen who's uh, who's a mechal Shabbos to do it. Rav Moshe, however, writes in a tshuva in Arachaim Chelagal of Simin Lamid Gimel that uh, he says even though mechal Shabbos b'Farasia is kumumar la avodas and that's why uh, many achronim, like the Mishbur Shulchan Rav, say he's not allowed to do Nesiyas Kapayim. Says Rav Moshe, Aval Yesh Lefak Bek Tuva. There's a lot to criticize about this psak because it's not true that we treat him like a Novid Aval for all halachos. Rav Moshe said, I don't have time to get into all of the details of this, but Eich Shenema, he says, think about it. According to the Shitas Harambam, that an Ovid Aval does Tshuva can't even do Nesiyas Kapayim, would you say that someone who's Mechal Shabbos Befarasia, who does Tshuva can't do Nesiyas Kapayim? Rav Moshe says, can't be. Can't be that someone who's Mechal Shabbos Befarasia, and then did Tshuva that even he, he can't do Nesiyas Kapayim even according to the Rambam. There's no way the Rambam would say something like that. Elamai says, Rav Moshe, what we have to say is that even though for certain halachos we say that a Mechal Shabbos Befarasia has a din of a guy, it doesn't really mean that he's literally like an Ovid Avodazara. He doesn't have all of the halachos of an Ovid Avodah Zara. And Moshe says, you need to understand the difference by Shabbos, even within Shabbos, the difference between Tzina and Farhesia. Why is it that when we say that someone is Mechal Shabbos B'Farhesia, uh, he has a din of a guy. What's Allah? A person is Mechal Shabbos B'Tzina, and they were Edom and Hasra, he got warned, and the witnesses saw, the whole thing. What's Allah? What do we do to the guy? Skila. Guy's Mechal Shabbos B'Farhesia. Same thing. Edom, Hasra. What do we do to him? Skila. It's the same Avera. What difference does it make if it's done publicly or it's done privately? So if Moshe says, no, here's the difference. When a person is Mechal Shabbos privately, it's most likely that he's not doing it because he's a kofar by Hashem of Tarasa. It's most likely that he's doing it because he has a taiva. And no one sees it, so there's no statement of, I'm going against God. It's just, I have a taiva, so I, wanna, I need to use my, my uh, cell phone on Shabbos. So a guy's going to use his cell phone on Shabbos because he has a taiva to do so. When, when a person is Mechal Shabbos B'Faresia, though, everyone sees the guy's driving his car. So no one can read his mind. Everyone has to just assume that he's making a public statement against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what's so bad about a Mechal Shabbos B'Faresia. That he's making a public statement against the Rebona Shalom. So that doesn't apply by Mechal Shabbos B'Tzina. Says Rav Moshe, if that's the logic, and he says that has to be the logic, because it can't be that Mechal Shabbos B'Faresia is a worse Aveira than being Mechal Shabbos B'Tzina. That's not true, he says. We know what's the difference between a Ganav and a Gazlan. When someone steals uh, in the, under the cover of darkness, he's considered to be a greater Avarion than someone who steals in broad daylight. Why? Because if you steal in broad daylight, you show that you just don't care you're not afraid of anybody but you steal under the cover of darkness you show that you do care and you are afraid of people you're just not afraid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and that's worse because you're saying I care about people but not about HaKadosh Baruch Hu. says we should have said the same thing about Chil Shabbos Chil Shabbos privately should have been worse than Chil Shabbos publicly because it shows that the guy has no Yer Shemaim but he says no it's not about what's worse it's about what kind of statement the person is making that if a person is Mechal Shabbos B'Faresia he's making a public statement against the Ribbonu Shalom. And that's the person who can't do it. Says Rav Moshe, but translate that into our times. Rav Moshe writing in the 1940s, 1950s, 1930s in America. What was going on in this country at that time? In the typical shul, they would have a Hashkama minion on Shabbos morning that was packed 
and maybe a late minion that had a few people in it. Why was Ashkama minion packed in the 1930s in America? Because everyone went to work right after davening. And what? Someone who's going to go to daven in shul on Shabbos morning in an Orthodox shul and then go to work is making a public statement that he's covered by Hashem Torah. So, no, it's much more likely that he needs the money and his taiva for the money or his yetzerhara for the money is so great that he couldn't overcome that yetzerhara and therefore he went to work on Shabbos. So he says that such a Jew is not going to be possible to do birchus kohanim. Because it's not a public statement of Kfir of Hashem of Torah. So any Michal Shabbos that we're going to say is Dino Ka'akum, it's only when he's doing it in a way that's a public statement against Kodesh Baruch. And therefore, if Moshe says, I think Min Hadin, a Michal Shabbos is allowed to do Chan. But he says, if you ask me what I think is the right thing to do, I think he shouldn't be allowed, we shouldn't, allow, we should have a policy, Lemigder Milsa is an is a appropriate policy, that he shouldn't do Chan. But if a shul decides not to have that policy, we have no halachic argument against them, because halachically he's allowed to. One step further of Salvechik in the second edition of, Misora, of the Mesora Journal, page Nun Cheslin Tess, points out, that he that uh, he also believes that a kohen who is mechal shabbos is allowed to do chen, and he brings a very fascinating raya. The Rambam in Parak Tess of Bias Mikdash Halach Yud Gimel writes that any kohen that was over avodazara ben bebezid ben b'shogeg, even if he did tshuva, is not allowed to serve in the base of Mikdash. Says Rav Salvechik, that Rambam. Even if he did tshuva, he's not allowed to serve in the base of Migdash. We, we already discussed that even that Rambam, why if you, what's the explanation? Why if a guy did tshuva, would he not be allowed to serve in the base of Migdash? He's a Russia? He's not a Russia. He did tshuva. Not only is he not a Russia, he's better than a tzaddik amur. Because better than a tzaddik amur. So why would it be that a guy, even if he did tshuva, that he wouldn't be allowed to, to serve in the base of English? Says Rav Salvechik, it's not about the Chomer Ha'avera, how severe and Avera he violated, how big of a Russia he is. He's not a Russia. It's a different halacha over here. It's a halacha of Mo'us Lugavoa. There is a halacha, for example, that if you use a, uh, a, a, a esnon zona, something that's used to pay a prostitute, is not allowed to be used as a carbon. Or a, why? Not because there's any there's any halachic status of it. It's just because it's gross. That's what you're going to use for for a carbon to Hashem. A kli that was used for avodah zara. You're not allowed to use it in the base of mikdash. Why? What's the problem with using the kli? Because it's gross. That's what you, it's most. That's that's what you're going to use to serve a kodesh baruch The 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 optics of it are very bad. It just looks very bad. That's something like it says the din of the kohen that was over avodah zara not being no kapov according to the rambam is not a din that he's such a he did such a terrible avera that he can't be no kapov. No, because he's he's a big tzaddik now. Who cares that he did such a terrible avera? It's a din in most that someone. Who who uh, who is involved in Avodah and everyone's going to see that this is the guy who used to be a priest for Avodah Now he's being Nosei Kapov. That's why he's not allowed to. He's not allowed to do him. The same cannot be said about a Mechal Shabbos. A Mechal Shabbos doesn't have that same meals. It's not that same disgust that a Kodesh Baruch Hu would have. And he says, and, and Rav Salvage goes a step further, and he says, even Rashi and Tosos who think that Tshuva helps. For, for a coin that was over Avod Why does Tshuva help for a coin that was over Avod Zara? It's not that Tshuva helps because the whole Isser is of a coin that was over Avod Zara is that he did such a terrible Aveira and he's such a Rasha. No, even Rashi and Tosas would agree it's a Din Mius. But unlike a Kli that was used for Avod Zara, and then you want to use for the Beis HaMikdash, that's still Mius because it's the same Kli. When a person does Tshuva, the power of Tshuva is such 
that it's not the same person anymore. That's how the Rambam describes Nilchus Shuvah in the second parakalach Dalit. That a person is Mishana Shmo, he changes his name. Ani Acher, I'm a different person now. So if a person is a different person, you don't even have that din of, of meals that you would normally have. But be that as it may, Sedra Salvechik, a Kohen that was Mechal uh, Shabbos, certainly doesn't have that din of meals. And therefore, since the whole basis of this din is about an element of meals, a Mechal Shabbos would not have a din of an Ovid Avadazara in this regard, and a Mechal Shabbos would be allowed to be no Kapov. And not only that, the Rav Moshe Salvechik said that uh, if the gather of the Psul of a Kohen who's Ovid Avadazara was because of Rishos or because he was a Mumar, then I'd understand the Mishabru would be correct. But that's not the din. The din is the din of meals, and that's why the Mishabrura is, is not correct. And he says, um, Ulumaisa, Haya Hagon Rav Moshe Noig Loorer Afes Akohanim Shayim Mechalei Shabbos Lisa Es Kapeim. That Rav Moshe Salvechik used to encourage Dafka that the Kohanim Dar Mechalei Shabbos should Dafka Duchen. Why? Otherwise, they may forget that they're Kohanim entirely. If a person is not observant and he keeps nothing, so what's what's gonna what's gonna remind him that he's a Kohen? How are his kids who are gonna do tshuva one day? How are they gonna know that they're Kohanim? So you want to keep the Kohuna alive in the family, and therefore Dafka Mechal Shabbos should make sure that uh, that we have him duchen. So this is the basic machlokas. On the one side you have the Shulchan Aruch Harav and the Mishbru say, well, if an Ovid of is not allowed to duchen, like Tosas writes. So then Mela, anyone who's like an Ovid Avodzara is not allowed to do it. So Mechal Shabbos Farasi is like an Ovid Avodzara. And on the other end, you have Rav Meisha, and uh, Rav Meisha is the middle ground who says he's allowed to do it, but it's proper public policy that he shouldn't. And then on the other side, you have Rav Salvechik and Rav Meisha Salvechik who said that he's allowed to do it, and he should do it if he's a Mechal Shabbos, because you want to at least retain that sense of kahuna that should, uh, that should remain in the family.